relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. brought forth upon this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. The world will little note or long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. What your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I can hear you, the rest of the world hears you, and the people... And the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon. And we will make America great again. Is America First with Sebastian Gorka. Thank you for joining us on America First with today's very special guest host, Cleveland's own Bob France. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Dr. G, for the opportunity to sit in with this great audience. For the second straight Monday, somebody told me, a little birdie whistled into my ear before the show, that said, I think I just broke a record. I'm the first guest host to sit in for three straight Dr. G breaks. Three straight Dr. G days off or days missing for whatever uh, reason or another. So how about that? First one back around New Year's. We had last uh, last Monday, and here we are today. So honored to be asked once again to sit in on America First. Uh, I welcome you at 833-33-GORKA, the number to dial, as you know, 833-334-6752. I'm coming to you live from the ReliefFactor.com studios of AM 1420, The Answer. Follow me on Twitter. I've got to get better at Twitter. I'm just not very good at it. I don't promote it enough, but I should. Follow me on Twitter at France Rants, France, F-R-A-N-T-Z. France Rants, R-A-N-T-Z, France Rants, on Twitter. And you might get a little taste of what we're doing on the program today. we got a couple of very good guests who are going to be joining us, including the Patriot Barbie. In about eh, eh, 35 minutes or so, we're going to talk to the Patriot Barbie, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham has got a story to tell. She already told it on Twitter, which is why we're going to talk to her uh, again. She is fighting so hard against this radical trans movement that is putting girls and women into, to say the very least, uncomfortable situations, to say the very most, dangerous situations, including in locker rooms, showers, restrooms, and other places of privacy in which women and girls have come to expect, you know, privacy. 
And it's a school board member that she is uh, familiar with uh, who is making her life miserable and actually filing a lawsuit against her, believe it or not, or at least a restraining order. I'll let her tell the story in detail coming up at about 3.40 or 40 minutes past this hour, depending on where you are and where you're listening right now. So at 40 past the hour in the... uh, Third hour of today's America First with Sebastian Gorka. We're going to be talking with Chris Hansen. Do you remember, Chris? If you watched NBC News in the, I want to say, first half of this, or I'm sorry, the first decade, I guess, of this uh, century, 2000 to 2010 neighborhood, maybe even a little bit into into, uh, the 2010s, uh, if you will, into that decade. At any rate, you may remember To Catch a Predator. That was an NBC vehicle. Chris Hansen is still catching predators, except now he's doing it under the name Take, uh, Takedown on the True Blue Factual Streaming Network. He is going after uh, some of the worst people that there are, the the sick, perverted, pedophilia-driven uh, men who getting you know engage in online sex talk with what they think are little kids, and then they schedule appointments to meet the little kids, and... Well, yeah, do those things to little kids. Sometimes, however, they're talking to Chris Hansen and law enforcement teams, and they are showing up and finding something they didn't want. So that's uh, that's going on again. Takedown is a very important thing. We're going to talk to Chris about the theme of today's show. That'll be in the third hour, but we're going to talk about it all starting in this hour, and that is Joe Biden's America is an America steeped in crime, rising crime, violent crime. Crime that, quite frankly, for which there is no deterrent, I guess is the best way to say it anymore. Because in Joe Biden's America, left-wing district attorneys like Gascon, George Gascon in Los Angeles County, and left-wing district attorneys like Alvin Bragg in New York, in New York City and Manhattan, left-wing district attorneys in Philadelphia, in Chicago, and some of the, the worst havens for crime all across this country, they're letting... Violent criminals, repeat criminals, they're letting them off with cashless bail once they get caught. And then if they do bring them back for a trial after a couple of hearings, usually no trial happens. There's a soft uh, you know, deal that is cut, a plea that is accepted, and no jail time, and no one has anything to fear anymore. No one. At least in the criminal element, in the thug element, they've got nothing to fear. No, They're not afraid of going to prison. Why would they be? They're not afraid of going to prison. They're not afraid of, 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 of having tough fines to pay or restitution or any of those things because they're not being ordered. In Biden's America, the one word that most aptly describes their motivation when it comes to the criminal justice system is not safety. It's not punishment. It's not deterrence. You know what that word is, right? It's equity. Equity in the criminal justice system. That's the most important thing to the Biden administration and to the Soros-funded left-wing DAs that are carrying out the mission. If the jails and if the prisons are too overwhelmingly represented by one race, well, then that's not equitable. And that, of course, would not be fair. We have to have equity. It doesn't matter if one race is committing more crimes on a routine, regular, frequent basis than another race is. It does not matter. 
We have to have the same number of people in jail of all races. As a matter of fact, we should probably start tipping it a little bit more toward the Caucasian population in the prisons because the Caucasian population is the overwhelmingly majority population of the, of the, of the country and of all of these states. So it's about equity, which, of course, is the next natural progression of what is being, ha- you know, what is being done in American schools. Same story. You've got DIE programs, and I know some people call them DEI. I'm never going to do that. DIE, Diversity, Inclusion, and Equity. And it works because it spells die, and they're killing our schools and our communities. That's why die works better than DEI. In the diversity, inclusion, and equity departments in all of these schools and all of these agents monitoring these things, if they see the detention room filled with an overwhelming number of one particular race, if they see the suspended list Uh, filled with an extraordinary uh, majority of another particular race. If they see the expelled list, oh boy. Well, clearly, the teachers, the schools, the administrators, the assistant principals, the punishment uh, deciders, clearly they're all biased, bigoted, and racist. And we can't have that anymore. So either people who commit detention, suspension, or expulsion offenses or commit some variation of those or some compilation of those um, on, a, on a frequent basis, those individuals are not going to be booted anymore because the numbers are off. The equity is off. So either they are not going to be booted anymore, they're not going to be suffering the consequences of their actions, or other people of another race who are not committing anywhere near the number of those violations who aren't committing anywhere near the number of uh, suspension, detention, or expulsion violations, they are going to have, they're going to be cracked down upon. Any even remotely close uh, violation is going to be, well, you're suspended. Wait, what? I've got straight A's and I've never done anything before. Too bad you're suspended. You want to know why? Equity. Equity is what's leading to the rise in crime all across Joe Biden's America. Make no mistake about it. I've got a list of crime stories just from yesterday to today, actually from the weekend to today, that I'm going to share with you to prove my point. And I'm going to ask you, what do you want to have happen in the communities near you? Because I'll tell you what is happening when criminals are committing violent and dangerous actions with no fear of repercussion whatsoever because they know they're going to get a no crime uh, or excuse me a no bail release no cash bail release then they're going to get a slap on the wrist if anything at all from the judge if they do end up having to agree to a plea much less take it to trial very few of them are ever going to do that but all these individuals who have no fear whatsoever what is the natural response of a police officer going to be It's going to be why bother, right? Stay in the car. Don't get out of the car and chase them. Why? We're going to take him downtown. They're going to to release him with no bail, and he's going to be right back on the street again. What's the point? Is that the kind of community you want to live in? We're going to talk about this together. 833-33-GORKA. My pillow is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. 
You all have helped build my pillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, my buddy, the inventor and CEO, wants to give back to my listeners. The Percal bed sheet set is available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're on sale. For example, the queen size is regularly $89.98, but now for you, just $39.98 with your listener promo. Order now because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percal sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. They come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. It's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-829-8468, promo code Gorka, or just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and plug in G-O-R-K-A. That's 1-800-829-8468, or MyPillow.com, code Gorka. I'm Seb Gorker. Now let's get back to the show with Bob France. I want to apologize for being an unrepentant liar. Uh, I lied last segment and told you as soon as I told you the Adam Clot story that I would go right to the phone calls. I did not because the Adam Clot story just took me a little longer than I thought that it would. But I promise you, if you are on hold, stay there. I will get to you. If you are not on hold, you should get there because I will get to you as well. But now I want to welcome our uh, first guest to uh, America First today, Bob France sitting in for Dr. G. And our guest is Lindsey Graham, otherwise known as the Patriot Barbie. Somebody decided somewhere that that was supposed to be an insult, some sort of a pejorative, some sort of a negative statement. But she is rolling with it. It is her Twitter name, the Patriot Barbie, Lindsey Graham, who joins us now with an update on the ongoing trans movement that she is pushing back against and that, uh, well, somebody is pushing hard up against her now for. Uh, Lindsey, thanks for joining us on uh, America First. How are you? I'm absolutely wonderful, despite the situation. You know, God is on the throne. I'm doing just fine. <laughs> That's good. And I want to hear your story again in a moment, but remind everybody where Patriot Barbie came from. Uh, so when I defied lockdowns in 2020 and opened up my salon against mandates, the liberal left cancer culture came at me full throttle and uh, decided that I was the new face of conservatism. They made a meme out of my face, called me the Patriot Barbie, and uh, I had been so sick of their nonsense that I went and changed all of my social media to say Patriot Barbie just to stick it to them, and, well, it stuck. <laughs> it's perfect. You know, who doesn't want to be called a Barbie? I mean, that's, that's a beautiful thing. So that's a compliment to you, and who doesn't want to be called a Patriot? So I think it's perfect you should just stick it to them. Now, that you were in Oregon then, right, but you're in Phoenix now, is that right? That is correct, yeah. We ran for our lives to um, a state of freedom. Okay. Well, and the, yeah, you ran to a state of freedom and got Katie Hobbs as your governor somehow, I some know. way. Please so. don't remind me. Please don't remind me. <laughs> There's nowhere to run sometimes. Um, I know. Okay. Lindsay, let's talk about the latest. Now, for those who may not remember, you you kind of went viral on the Internet when you appeared in a cat suit uh, at a local school board, at your local school board, to talk to and make some very important and obvious points. Look at me. I'm dressed like a cat. I am clearly not a cat, however. And in the same way, these males who are dressed like females, they are not actual females. And it's about time that we actually acknowledge this. Right. So that can, can you talk about the backlash that you got after that before we bring bring it current now? with the current situation? Sure, absolutely. Well, I do want to encourage people and say that the backlash now, I feel like, isn't quite as horrific as it was, say, in 2020 when I opened up my salon. 
Mm-hmm. Everyone calls me a murderer and a grandma killer and, um, you know, a money-hungry business owner. And I feel like a lot of people weren't awake. And they there are a lot of people that have woken up over the last couple of years. That little cat shenanigan got so much so much national attention and the, the majority of it, I mean, seriously, probably 98% of it was applause, was cheer, was encouragement. There was a very few, very few liberal leftists that got on my page and called me, of course, transphobe and homophobe, but they, they can't argue their, their logic doesn't make sense anymore to the point where they don't have an argument. They'd rather just stay silent and be angry because when they speak up, they have nothing to say that makes sense, and that's that's not even a cruel statement. That's the truth. And so I got a lot of positive feedback from that. And um, the only negative, really, that I got, even the school board members came up to me and said, "Thank you for speaking what some, you know, what most people will not say because they're afraid of being canceled or, or name called." The only negative um, reaction I got was from Paul Bixler himself and his son, who are you know, local residents in Arizona, and, oh, you're attacking me and you're harassing me and um, you're being so mean and hateful. And I didn't go up to that podium with any kind of emotion. I went there with a pre-written, uh, premeditated speech that was completely logical. And it's so, so to be clear, that- to be clear for all of our listeners, Lindsay, Paul Bixler is a board member who is a male who likes to dress in female clothing. Correct. And Paul Bixler makes the little kids call him Miss Bixler, and he uses the female restrooms. So okay. if Paul Bixler wants to dress like a woman, that's fine, right, in his, in his own home. My problem came when he started forcing kids and compelling them to call him something he isn't, and when he started using the girls' restrooms. That is, that is not okay. Okay. Now, he is a board member. Has he always been, or like, how long has he been playing the I'm a woman game and, pu- and, and putting on these clothes? From what I understand, he was appointed to the board in 2020. He was a man at that point. He, okay. I believe he was married. His wife died, and this poor man suffered some kind of emotional trauma, and he began wearing her clothes and identifying as a woman. Wow. Uh, now, to, to be clear, you said he was appointed, not elected? That is correct. There was an election in progress, and he was not elected. I believe the election, for some reason, it didn't go through or it fell through, and he was just, maybe there was no, maybe there was no other option. He was disappointed. Now, that was in 2020. Most school board positions, now I shouldn't say most, in some states, I guess different in every state, but to my knowledge, they're usually two-year terms. So when is he up for an actual election before the people of that district? I was told that he cannot be voted off of the board for another two years. So he can be recalled now or he can choose to step down, but he cannot be voted off until 2024. So he doesn't have to actually run for re-election to the board until 2024. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Now, so let's now now let's bring it really current. The reason I reached out to you is I saw your video uh, in which you were describing what happened when you went to your local gym. Tell everybody listening right now in America first what happened when you went to your gym and you went to use the female facilities as you always do. What did you encounter, Lindsey Graham? I encountered Paul Bixler, if you can imagine him in all of his lovely self with his pierced ears and his women's you know gym attire on looking very much like a man he is using i was told i did know that he used my gym i had never encountered him before i was told he used the male locker room there were followers that told me they've seen him use the men's locker room and at this particular day he was using the female locker room while i was in there and so what did you do when you saw him 
Did you speak to him? I did you turn him. around and walk out? What did you do? I turned around, I walked out, and I called 911 immediately and said there's a male in the female locker room. I want him arrested. I want to press charges. I feel threatened. And this man has somehow gone to the local DMV, and he has had his driver's license changed to say female. And for that reason, the police did not arrest him, did not press charges. He is, he is currently what do, what, using what do the gym locker. What do the gym owners say, Lindsay? Well, you know what? Hold that thought. Lindsay, I've got a hard break coming up right here. Can you stick with me? We'll have about a three-minute segment on the other side. I want to know what the gym owner said, and I want to talk about the legal action that he's taking against you, an actual female, uh, as it pertains to who, who gets to be in the female facility. So we're going to pick this up with the Patriot Barbie, Lindsey Graham, right after this. Bob France sitting in for Dr. G. You're listening to America First. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Now let's get back to the show with Bob France. Yeah, let's do that, Dr. G, and let's get right back to Patriot Barbie, Lindsey Graham. She is uh, uh, she is the pain in the rear end of her school board. She is particularly a pain in the rear end of a school board member named Paul Bixler, who uh, has decided not only does he not like her wearing a cat suit to, uh, to a board meeting, he says she's transphobe. Uh, she doesn't want her in her gym any, or in uh, her own gym anymore. So, Lindsey, this was your gym. How long had you been going to this gym? I've been going to this gym for a couple of years now. I took a little break, but yeah, two, two okay. or three years. Yeah. So, and for the very first time, you saw this male board member uh, named Paul Bixler show up in the gym in the women's facilities. You call the cops saying he shouldn't be here. This is illegal. Uh, cops can't do anything. What did the gym owner say, Lindsay? The gym owner's policy, and, they, and I have this on account, they told the employees there that Paul Bixler is allowed to use, quote, whatever facilities he feels most comfortable. That means that he can jump back and forth between male and female anytime he likes. Unbelievable. So so you obviously are not happy with this. He's not happy with the fact that you called the cops on him. So tell me what he did. He, he I have it on a good authority, a very good authority. He is trying to file a harassment injunction against me that would prevent me from using my gym if he's there. Uh, and it would prevent me from speaking at the school boards if he's there. It's sort of like a restraining order, but but there's no physical threat, clearly. It basically would make sure that I cannot be in the same vicinity as him. So I want to be clear about this. So I want to be clear about this. You're a female, and he's a male. 
you're not allowed to use, if he's successful in this legal challenge that he has filed, you wouldn't be allowed to use the female facilities at your gym because this male wants to use those female facilities and doesn't want to be there while you judge him. Is that essentially what I'm hearing? That is what you're hearing. In fact, not only I can't be at the gym at all, I, I can't be there if he's there. So I would. Oh, so you can't even work out without going into the female locker room or anything. Nope, I can't go there. If he, wow. I cannot go. I got, cannot go to a place where he is at. So, even though he is a predator and he is in the women's locker room ogling make the women, I can't be there because of a concern for his safety. Seventy-two-year-old man. Are we talking beta or what? Wait, how old is he? He's seventy-two. He's 72. Holy goodness. I didn't know that part. That's kind of an interesting development. Um, so, Lindsay, are you lawyered up? Are you prepared to fight this? What, where does it go from here? I've got, I've got multiple meetings with multiple different attorneys. I refuse to comply with his uh, not-to-be-served-yet injunction. I will not. Um, I will continue to live my free life, and I will fight this at every single corner. In fact, quite the opposite, I'm organizing a protest at the next school board meeting on January 30th. Good. You ought to again. You ought to uh, organize one for the for the gym as well. The next time you want to go work out, you ought to have a whole bunch of people out front and with you as well, cheering you on as you go in there and work out. And if uh, if this guy is there, well, then let's just see what happens when he calls the cops and find out how that's play that plays out. Well, I know anybody who saw you in the cat suit knows you don't back down from a fight. You're going to do what's right. I wish you the very best of luck, and I hope we can check in with you again and follow the progress of your fight. Yes, please do. Thank you so much for having me on. Appreciate we it. will do that. Thank you. Lindsey Graham, the Patriot Barbie. She's in Phoenix, Arizona, and she's fighting for her rights. And that means fighting for other people's as well. I'm Bob Franson for Dr. G. Thank you for joining us on America First with today's very special guest host, Cleveland's own Bob France. Is it the top of uh, the third hour of America First already? This has flown by. And I guess that's what, ha- that's what happens when you're talking about, you know, crime in Biden's America. Crime in Biden's America, it, there is so much of it. It is so frequent. It is so fast. It is so furious. Uh, time really does fly. Welcome to the third hour, six minutes after the top of the hour. Appreciate you being with us. I am live in the relieffactor.com studios of AM 1420. The answer in Cleveland, that's home, as you just heard Dr. G mention. The uh, daily show for me is 9 until noon Eastern time, which you can listen to all around the country if you so desire uh, at whkradio.com, whkradio.com. I cover many of the same exact things we're doing here on America First on my local program, uh, regardless of where these situations occur. So let's talk more about crime. We've been talking, I've run down, I don't know what, a half dozen, maybe a, a close to a 10 stories of horrific crime and crime increases in America. Now we're going to talk about that with somebody who's doing his level best to fight that and to uh, and to combat crime he's been doing it for a number of decades actually chris hansen is an investigative reporter one of the most well-known investigative reporters in america he is the host of takedown and true crime nation two original television programs on the true blue factual streaming network and chris hansen joins us now to talk about uh the horrific increase in some of these violent crimes particularly sex crimes chris good to have you on our program here on America First. How are you, sir? Good, Bob. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm great. Thanks very much. And I'm so glad to be, you know, to be talking to you and to know that you're still doing what you do and what you have done for so many years. Chris, ballpark it for me. How many 
predators have you encountered? Have you have you stopped in their tracks through your so many years of taking down predators who are online trying to communicate with and coerce young children as they think uh, are young children to uh, to meet up with them to engage in sexual activity before running into you and local law enforcement? How many people do you think you've stopped through the years? Well, I, I think we've stopped thousands, but physically, face-to-face, the number is probably close to 500 in terms of, you know, guys who have surfaced in our various sting operations who showed up at a sting house to try to have a sexual liaison with a teenage boy or girl, probably around 500. But when you figure that, according to law enforcement, every time you stop one crime, one criminal in this venue, you probably stopped, you know, six to 12 potential crimes. So exponentially and uh, collaborating with law enforcement over the years, I think we've stopped thousands of potential uh, crimes against children. You know, and we have some anecdotal evidence of that, too. When you, you know, your videos have been viewed hundreds of millions of times over the decades, uh, taking these people down. And and in some of them, like the ones that we can see right now on takedown, you actually see them look at you and say, oh, my gosh, I was hoping to God that it wasn't going to be you. Uh, and, and because they know what you do and they know that when they engage in this behavior online, they know that on the other end, it might be the little kid that they desire and it might be you. And their and their own selfishness and their own depravity leads them to take the chance. So, how many of them you have to wonder? Like you just said, are thinking, "Man, that might be a sting. That might be Chris Hansen or somebody just like him." I'm not going to go through with this. So, you have evidence well, of that right out of their own mouths. Well, exactly. And and think about this: we've been doing this particular sort of sting operation uh, for going on 19 years now. The predator uh, investigations and. Oftentimes now in the current investigations, we have guys in the actual chats with the decoys saying, is this a Chris Hansen operation? Is this a law enforcement, sheriff so-and-so operation? Wow. And the decoy will say, well, who's that? And so there is suspicion. People know we're out there. I know we're a deterrent to some percentage of these guys. But the the drive and the urge to commit this crime is so strong that they cast, you know, any caution to the wind and they show up anyway. We had a guy in a recent investigation just right before Christmas where he turned the corner and said, you're Chris Hansen. Oh, my God, it's Chris Hansen. He, He thought it was a possibility. And this was a guy who had surfaced in a previous sting conducted by the Genesee County Sheriff's Office ghost team. Uh, that's one of the uh, areas where we collaborate with law enforcement around the country. And, and he got away with it that time because he didn't show up. But here he is again in another sting. And he does show up. And he comes face-to-face with me and the sheriff's ghost team. We see it all the time. We saw it in Polk County, Florida, guys saying this isn't a Chris Hansen situation. And then showing up and sitting down with me for a 30-minute interview, almost fanboying. So what does that tell you? You know, it's a crime where demand reduction is very difficult. And so the best defense is to educate uh, your children. It's a discussion that has to take place between parents and children at the earliest of ages when they have access to the Internet. And you have to, to tell them the dangers, share with them the dangers potentially that are out there. And there's so many places where adults can approach children. When we started doing these investigations, we really had decoys in chat rooms on AOL and now 
the number of social media platforms, Bob, has exploded to include, among many other things, interactive gaming. So you have to be very careful. Even social media platforms like Instagram, which we think are relatively safe, we are finding cases where kids as young as 12 years old have been approached, groomed, and then victimized by a predator. We're working on such a story right now that have just been on Tribune. Well, we're talking to Chris Hanson, Hanson, a longtime investigative reporter doing uh, predator stings uh, and and, and catching pedophiles in the act as they show up to engage in sexual activity or essentially to rape what they think are underage victims uh, that they have been talking with online. Chris, you're following, in addition to continuing to take these people down through the stings, that you can, uh, okay, and I'm told we just lost his call. So we're gonna we're gonna have to get him back on the uh, back on the line here, but what what I'm gonna talk to him about when he comes back on is in addition to the takedown series that he is doing now on True Blue Factual Streaming Network, and again full disclosure, I'm hosting a daily show on that on that network as well. It's gonna be actually just literally launching. It's called True Blue Daily, in which we talk about true crime stories. We talk about true crime investigations, police investigations, uh, and also controversial social issues. Some of them crime related, some of them not, some of them politically motivated and oriented as well. But, um, but in addition to what Chris is doing on takedown on the true blue factual streaming network, um, Chris is following very, very closely. The number of cases that have exploded of, uh, of, uh, 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 sexploitation and, um, the increase in sextortion, as it's being called, and this is, again, these are online crimes where predators are seeking out young people uh, and, you know, sending them pictures, sending them lewd pictures of themselves or what they think of themselves and asking for these back from the kids. And once the kids get hooked into the situation, they feel oftentimes like they're powerless. They feel like they have no way to get out of it. And so they find themselves, uh, you know, kind of kind of like stuck. The, the predators will tell them, I've got these pictures of you now, and I'm going to release them. I'm going to share them with people you know if you don't show up here and, and engage in whatever activity that I want. And I'm told we do have Chris Hansen back on the line now. We had a little bit of a phone glitch. Chris, can you hear me? Absolutely, Bob. Sorry about that. That's all right. It happens. So in addition to the takedown series, I was just telling folks, Chris, about, uh, you know, the FBI warning of the rise in sextortion. And I was trying to describe what some of the predators are doing to young people uh, in these cases. Can you tell us more? Well, it's very disturbing. And it's a trend that that has increased uh, over the last year. Very disturbing. And, And what happens, Bob, is that scam artists, half a world away, oftentimes uh, in West Africa, will pose as young women online uh, and approach young men online, establish some sort of rapport, and then offer a sexually explicit photo and ask for one of the young men in return. And when that photo or that video is provided, they will then try to extort them and threaten them and say, if you don't give me money, I'm going to send this to all your family and friends. And these kids are 16, 17 years old. Um, They get anxious. And the irony is that many of these kids are straight A students and athletes. They're the good kids who are so shocked and embarrassed that they might be, um, you know, outed in this way. Uh, that in many cases, they're anxious about telling their parents. And we've seen cases where these kids have committed suicide. And they are, the scammers are targeting specifically this group of young men because 
you know, look, they, they don't see past the problem that they're dealing with. They don't understand that. So what if somebody were to share these videos? You know, it's a problem that can be dealt with. They don't understand that if they just went to their parents to explain this, that they'd be forgiven, that they'd work past it. They'd be just fine. They'd still go to college. They'd still do all the things they want to do in life. But these kids get caught up in the moment. And the scam artists are so prolific and so precise in terms of uh, threatening these kids that they often freak out and they take their own lives. And, and there have been at least 12 suicides that we know of across wow. the country over the last year. And sitting in... Uh, Chris, in the, uh, Chris, Chris Hansen, I need to jump in here because I've got the hard break here. But since your phone cut out, we want to we wanna follow up on a couple of things. Can you stick for one more short segment after this? Absolutely. Seb Gorka. Now let's get back to the show with Bob France. All right. Thank you, Dr. G. 20 minutes after the hour, you know all about how woke activists seized control of America's schools. Now a group of investment firms that Americans entrust with our pensions and retirements are playing woke politics with our money, with, uh, without our knowledge, without our consent. Firms like BlackRock and a few others that control trillions of dollars of our money are using those dollars to advance their woke ideology through a Chinese-style social scoring program called ESG. They claim it promotes corporate responsibility. What they're really doing is using Americans' hard-earned money to finance their political agenda, forcing businesses to comply or else. Some state leaders are fighting back, and more are joining, letting firms like BlackRock know they cannot play politics with our pensions. They can either do their jobs, maximize returns for shareholders, or get lost. To learn more, you need to go to consumersresearch.org. They've been defending consumers against fraud and abuse for decades, and still are. Go to consumersresearch.org. To learn more about their mission to protect consumers from woke investment firms like BlackRock, that's consumersresearch.org. Portions of America First with Dr. Seb Gorka are brought to you in part by consumersresearch.org. His face is the one that millions of TV viewers have loved to see over the course of the last 19 years, and thousands of predators have dreaded seeing, and that's the face of Chris Hansen, uh, who joins us once again here on America First. We're talking about Chris's new show, which continues his two-decades-long mission of catching predators and stopping them from uh, from uh, committing depraved acts with young, innocent children. His program is called Takedown. Uh, it's on the True Blue Factual streaming network, uh, one that I am working with as well. He's also got another program on the network called uh, True Crime Nation. And, Chris, uh, before we get uh, into those, I want to go back to what you were just discussing about the rise in sextortion that the FBI is well aware of. You talked about suicide. Some kids get extorted by these uh, these criminals, and they don't know what to do, and they think their lives are ruined. They're about to be humiliated and embarrassed, and they're taking their own lives. What is the FBI, beyond warning about it, doing about it? What is uh, Are there steps being taken to, to try to protect these kids from this type of uh, uh, this sextortion, as it's called? Yeah, the FBI and law enforcement around the country are taking a very proactive and aggressive stance on this. And because the criminals, the sextortionists, are often half a world away in West Africa, it is difficult to pin them down, locate them, and hold them accountable. What federal and local law enforcement agencies, including the San Jose Police Department, have been able to do is to find these money mules to, um, to, to figure out who these people are in the United States who are coordinating 
the extorted money and getting it back to the the con artists in in other countries. And so they are holding those people accountable. But I have to tell you, in terms of the proliferation of this crime, when I was last week or the week before out in San Jose at the police department talking about one of these cases, the day before, four reports of sextortion came in just to the San Jose Police Department itself. So if four come into San Jose, you can imagine what's going on uh, uh, across the rest of the country. It's epidemic. So if you had advice to give right now to any young people who might be listening who may have faced something like this, or maybe they know of a friend, or maybe a parent right now, um, what's the advice? What do you tell them if they find themselves in a situation where they had a lapse in judgment, they made a mistake, and they're being victimized in such a way by somebody a half a world away? First to the children, it's not as bad as you think, right? Uh, your mind, in your 16 or 17 or mind, you think this is the end of the world, that your reputation that is so important to you, your image on, on TikTok or on Instagram or any other social media platform has been ruined. It's not. There are steps you can take. It's not all over. You'll get through this. It's very important to understand that this is not the end of the world. And to parents, parents have to tell their kids that, uh, look, just because somebody says that they're an attractive young woman in San Diego uh, doesn't mean that there's some, you know, fat old guy in his mother's basement trying to extort money from you. You know, it's 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 not everybody is who they say they are. And if you do make an error of judgment, come talk to your parents. We'll get through this together. We'll fix it. But for God's sake, don't think that, you know, it's, it's everything's lost and it's all over. I mean, I, to sit across from parents who've lost a 17-year-old boy in this way, Bob, it's absolutely gut-wrenching and heartbreaking. And, and I've done it far too many times. And, and I've made this a, a mission just as I have made uh, catching and exposing child predators. These are child predators. They're just going they after are. older older kids. And and I, I can't. I'm gonna I'm gonna get on this soapbox and I'm gonna keep reporting on it for as long as it takes because it just it's it's so important that we cannot lose another young person's life to this this sort of tragedy. Yeah, very well said, you know, Chris, and uh, parents sometimes wanting to be their kid's friend and not wanting to violate their privacy, let them have their space. They don't check what's on their kid's phones, and they don't ask, who you talking to, what are you doing, and they really, really do need to do that. You've got to make sure that you are in a protective mode because of so many of the online scammers uh, that are out there targeting kids in one way or another, and this is a horrific way. So, Chris, we know about takedown. Like I said, you're still taking down predators. You're setting up stings with local law enforcement agencies all over the country to catch these pedophiles, and that's fantastic. But you're also telling true crime stories by way of True Crime Nation, another show that you've got on the True Blue uh, factual streaming network. What's that about? Well, it's a crime news magazine, Bob, and it allows us to delve into any number of stories ranging from, you know, an exclusive interview with uh, John Ramsey, the father of John Bonet Ramsey, uh, on the 26th anniversary of her killing and and the key he thinks to solving that crime and the DNA uh, evidence that he believes needs to be independently uh, examined to uh, all kinds of different crimes and scam artists and breaking news across the country from the Idaho killings to, you know, the, uh, the uh, Q club, club Q uh, mass shooting to any of these cases across the country. We have the ability uh, because of the way our streaming networks is set up to, respond to these stories and to get access 
to information and interviews that you won't see anywhere else. And so we, we've been working on um, uh, True Crime Nation for some time now. We've got uh, one of the episodes up. We're getting ready to put the second up, and uh, we're going to make this a make this a weekly show on uh, True Blue. It's going to be fantastic. I love it. Uh, the network again is True Blue Factual Streaming Network. You can download it anywhere from any app store. Put it on your smart TVs. Put it on your tablet. Put it on your on your smartphone as well. Chris, j- just real quick, can I put you on the spot on Idaho, real quick? Sure. You know, because your vast experience, uh, you know, working as an investigative reporter, not just the 20 years of takedowns, but just all of your work, you've covered all these things. You've covered serial killers before. Any insights from what you've been able to glean from what we know thus far about the arrest of Kohlberger and some of the other things we're, we're learning right now? Well, I think the police did a fine job out there. There were a lot of questions about uh, whether or not a, a small uh, town of Moscow, Idaho was up to the Idaho was up to the task, and in fact they were. They did a fine job at this, and they kept kept things uh, close to the vest. I think the interesting thing to find out. I mean, obviously this is a horrific tragedy for these kids and kids' parents, especially. Nothing like this should ever happen. But what was it that put those victims on Brian Koberger's radar? You know, what was it? Was it a chance meeting at the restaurant? Was it uh, a meeting in a social setting in a, in a bar or a club in town? Was it just a, a chance viewing of somebody's internet profile on Instagram? We know there was some. I'm just glad. I'm just glad, Chris, there. we have the opportunity to find out some of those things because he's alive. Too. Oftentimes, these cases, we just wonder what a motive was, but he's still there. Chris Hansen, we're out of time here, my friend. Thank you so much, for, so much for what you're doing. Keep taking down the bad guys, and we'll talk to you again very soon. Thank you, Chris. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.